0: Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now.
1: Uh,
2: we had about 30 tenants that came out to the, um, to the meetings every month, as well as their kids. So we're starting to break down some of the social barriers, communication barriers. We're really getting to the meat and potatoes of what's going on and some of the things they want to see in their community. At the end of the day, they say they, they, they want to live peaceful. And we're even looking at some of the colors. Actually, I didn't know color played a, a, a huge deal with mental health. So if you've ever been to Oakwood Terrace, uh, the color of the building will like the same color as the inmate jumpsuits uh, in Escambia County. So we're looking at some changing the actual colors of some of the buildings. Uh, at oakwood this
3: is uh, city council president delarian wiggins at the gun violence roundtable hosted by chip simmons the Scambe county sheriff on uh was it wednesday night i guess it was and you know I, i know that for some folks you might react to that observation about the paint scheme at oakwood terrace is you know they're seeing jumpsuit colors when they're looking at the walls all around them and you might think oh come on how well okay one of, the, one of the things that it's hard for people who live in basically prosperity and happiness, <laughs> you know, you live a middle class life and it's hard sometimes to understand all of the dimensions of the things that can get in the way of other people in totally different circumstances getting to the place where you're at. I mean, take, take something that's for most of us, okay, who live fairly decent lives, a, a very dumb small thing. If you want to go somewhere, what do you do? Well, you get in your car and you go. Okay, right? I mean, because, you know, you've got one, two, three cars in your home, depending on if you've got kids, they've got a car, whatever. Uh, You know, for a lot of folks who are poor, they do not have cars. And I, I, I know you know this, okay? I'm not trying to tell you something you haven't. But it's just kind of recognize that the stuff you just take for granted without even thinking about it. Like, you go into the refrigerator and your question is, what do I feel most like eating? As opposed to, do I have anything I can eat? You know, it's just which, again, not to belabor the point, but, you know, which cable TV or satellite TV package do I want versus, um, well, do I need to uh, get my TV back from the pawn shop or not? Uh, you know, it's just, it's a totally different way of living and it's an awful thing. And so, for example, when people are living in, you know, public housing, uh, it's not great. You know, it's really not great. So him talking about the stuff that they've been doing at Oakwood Terrace and the city of Pensacola and PPD have been working at Addicts Court. Um, and, that you know, those are all good initiatives. One of the things that they came back to again and again and again is a theme. And I
4: agree with Commissioner May about this. You need sidewalks. You need lights. Uh, but children need to walk outside their house and see that it's a clean neighborhood. I mean, the only thing we can talk all day long
1: about what we're going to give them, we got to give them hope, hope for tomorrow. And so that's what we're trying to do is clean up our neighborhood.
3: Having a picture of a future in which you have the things that you want that doesn't involve crime is something that people all too often do not have. Giving them hope, showing them leaders, examples of people who have made it from their circumstances, not from my circumstances. You know, my life was easy. Easy by comparison with what most of these folks go, you know, um, I've been able to do math in my head and spell correctly and, you know, afford the suit for a job application and transportation, you know, all the like, again, a million advantages. OK, see, the problem here is the stuff that the social workers and the, the wokus talk about, like white privilege. They're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, there really are many dimensions of that and or black disadvantage, poor disadvantage, which are often overlapping categories. And so, you know, for example, how, when in life do you want to intervene with these folks? When in life do you want to, you know, get in there and make a difference? Well, you know, one of the guys who spoke, very interesting, Eddie Thompson um, was one of the ROTC instructors uh, at a local high school, and he talked about this.
5: I taught ROTC at Escambia High School for almost 12 years. And I've seen kids from different walks of life come through that program. And the main thing, I say that the problem is, we're reaching the kids too late. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. That's right. You can throw money at everything and it looks good, but most of the money probably won't even go for what is intended in the first place. I'm just gonna be open and honest. Yep. What we need to do is start reaching kids earlier. Once that kid got a gun in his hand, it's too late. Because everyone knows that once you're in the system, you stay in the system. I know people like, well, you know, you do your time and then you're gonna start over, bull crap. You do your crime and they look in your record when you sit down at that Arby's or that Burger King or that Walmart and they do the record and they say, hey, you're eligible for the job, but you're not exactly the fit we're looking for. And we all know what that means because everyone gets an application, but only a certain people get the jobs. So when they get arrested, it's too late. So what you need to do is get to them early.
3: It is a long arc to produce or manufacture citizens. We'll talk about that a little bit more in a second. Let's get Gracie in here with Traffic on the Fives.
6: No slowdowns to report I-10, I-110 accident-free, as well as 29 and 90 throughout Pensacola. Nothing to slow you down on Highway 90 throughout Milton and Pace. Gates of NAS Pensacola running smoothly onto uh, the base. If you see something else, just make sure to give me a call to the traffic line. That's 850-2626-111. This traffic report is brought to you by Tops Appliance, featuring freezers, refrigerators, dishwashers, ranges, dish washers and dryers from e from ge high point and speed queen and more tops appliance highway 90 in milton i'm gracie will Fundy's radio 92.3, informative local dependable
3: thanks so much gracie so this issue of the manufacturing pipeline for citizens i know you'd probably never thought about it that way and maybe you have that's great but you know it takes two decades to make a person <laughs> i mean it, you know somebody's born and then what do they really need Well, they need two parents, they need an intact family. They're better off if they've got siblings. They need uh, some amount of financial you know, sustenance. They need food, shelter, obviously, clothing. Then they need education, and not just education in you know, math and history and English, but they need education in decision-making, in understanding their own needs and wants, in delaying gratification, in uh, thinking about how they're going to feel about a decision if they make it the wrong way after it happens, right? Projecting out to their future selves. Those are things that parents teach. Values. They need faith. They need to understand not just how to be afraid of getting caught doing the wrong thing, but they need to learn how to cherish doing the right thing, the sense of service or nobility or virtue so that they don't even want to do the bad things. You know, the sheriff talks about putting more patrols in, and I don't disagree with that, but if you are in a situation where you're trying to decide about where to ramp up your patrols, you're way past failure already. Because it means that the people in those neighborhoods, the ones that are good citizens are afraid, and the ones that are bad citizens, we have failed to produce citizens. Because the issue is not finding a way to deter and make afraid, basically, of getting caught the people who otherwise want to do bad things. What we want to do is make people who don't want to do bad things. You know, the difference in your neighborhood and their neighborhood is that in your neighborhood they don't have to patrol because the citizens are citizens. You're not out there trying to commit crimes because you're not ignorant, you're not uneducated, you're not immoral, you're not hopeless, you're not despondent. you're not drawn in by a circle of friends who are also all criminals. you're not surrounded by drugs, you're not sur- I, all of the stuff okay And so I and, and listen, please hear me th- I don't have this is the magic solution because if there were a magic solution for how to make people right, Like we would be doing it, everybody would be doing it. It's a complicated thing, and what does it take? It takes churches, it takes parents, two of them. They're better off having two parents than having one. It takes economic prosperity. It takes time. You know, if a if a let's say you got a single mother who would otherwise be fantastic, and I was raised by a single mother. Okay, so no disparaging that. I'm just saying, just structurally, if you're working two or three jobs as a single parent, it's impossible to parent your kids properly. Because it takes time. It takes an enormous amount of time to raise a citizen. And you, it doesn't happen just because you keep them alive. So, all of these things are factors. They need sports because what does sports teach them? It teaches them how to get out their aggressions, how to be active, how to be productive, how to work as a team, how to communicate with people, how to take a loss or a hit or a frustration and not react in anger. It takes investing yourself in a project that's greater than yourself, all key skills. So what do we need? We need Lumen Maze CISA. We need youth sports. That's vital. I mean, all, all of these things are factors. So there is no like single solution. It is a very complicated problem. But the the short version of it is somehow or other, we have to find a way to make sure that people who are born in our community are formed into citizens. And that's going to take a lot of effort. And I just want to kind of leave this one thought with you again about the uh, if you get caught up in the system. You know, Wes Moreno, he had a he told a story that I had not heard him tell before that he um, apparently he's told many times. But he, I had not heard him tell the story before. He used to work as a corrections officer uh, with the road camp.
2: Share a story quite a bit uh, and younger in my career. Uh, I was a road career corrections officer for 10 years. And I would see youth come out there as young as 15 years old. And. I would, you know, you try to teach them how to, how to work, you teach them how to lay asphalt, you teach them how to lay pipe, you teach them all these different skill sets that hopefully when they get out they can go get a job at a local contractor. One, one young man st- sticks out in my mind and uh, I would teach him, I would teach him, he'd get out he'd come right back. And he'd come back, sometimes the next day he'd be back. And he had a great skill set, one of the hardest little workers I've ever had but he could not break away from his environment. But he would get out, he'd go right back to that same environment, and he just couldn't break away from it. And uh, the last time I checked on on Benjamin, he was uh, 30-something years old and locked up in Century State Prison. He never broke that environment. I think it's very important that we expose our, our young people to a positive environment, give them a place to go where they can experience a positive environment, Learn a skill set. Learn how to fill a job application out. I mean, sometimes it's the simple things that that you do. Absolutely. And that's
3: why I like the Blazer Academy that the sheriff is doing is so wonderful. And then, after all of this conversation had gone on, you get a lady get up who didn't identify herself. I
5: cannot believe we just sat through an hour of talking about gun violence prevention, and nobody mentioned guns. Not one of them. Over 58% of Americans have been affected by gun violence. We talked about mental health and finding Jesus and all that stuff, but we're not talking about what the problem is, and it's loose guns.
3: Yeah, I think you're missing the point, but also the sheriff had a really good response to her. If we try to to fix D.C.,
0: if we try to fix Tallahassee right here, we won't get much done. What we need to worry about right now, in my opinion, is to concern ourselves with the neighborhoods in Escambia County. Because otherwise, we're going to continue to talk about, about politics, and we're going to talk about this and that. And in five years from now, we'll be doing the same thing.
3: Exactly. And the point of the takeaway here was they are going to get back together in a month, and they're going to select a neighborhood to go invest in and bring services to and meet with and do everything they can to help and see if they can't make a difference there. And if that works, maybe we do it elsewhere. 723 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay.
4: As the new year unfolds, here's another reason to buy your new Volkswagen from Feedmore Imports in Pensacola. How about over $1,000 off MSRP on the 2022 Volkswagen Tiguan? These VW SUVs with third-row seats are priced to move, so hurry and take advantage of these discounted prices on a limited quantity of the 2022 VW Tiguan, discounted over $1,000 off MSRP. And Feedmore Imports is offering a finance rate of three. percent 9 percent APR up to 36 months on select 2023 models, including the VW Taos, Tiguan, Atlas Cross, and Atlas SUV. Plus, military discounts of $500 are always available when you buy your new Volkswagen from Piedmore Imports on New Warrington Road. Piedmore Imports. They're not in Car City, so you won't pay Car City prices. 106 New Warrington Road, just up the street from NAS Pensacola. Special APR rates for qualified credit. New PCI. See dealer for details.
3: With SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call one 866 skyrizi to learn more.
0: This is Mike Wiggins. I don't have to tell you that winter can be tough on our lawns and gardens, but There is much to be done, such as planting winter annuals and getting ready for spring. And remember, if you've got lawn and garden questions, we've got the answers on The Garden Line every Tuesday morning from 9 until 10 and 8 to 9 on Saturdays. The Garden Line, only on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Listen to News Radio on air at 92.3 FM, 95.3 FM, AM 1620, and online at NewsRadio923.com. Download our mobile app or listen through Alexa.
8: I've never seen you so mental over a girl before. You get a marrier? Garth, marriage is punishment for shoplifting in some countries.
3: 725 here on News Radio 923, Informative Local Dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Before we get to David in the newsroom, let's get Gracie in here with Traffic on the Fives.
6: No slowdowns to report. I 10, I 110 running smoothly as well as 29. On Highway 90, we are seeing some slight slowdowns. That's going to be in between Pace and Pensacola on the bridge, but nothing too, too bad. If you do see something, just make sure to give me a call to the traffic line. That's 850 2626 111. I'm Gracie Wolf on News Radio 923, Informative Local Dependable.
3: All right. Thanks so much, Gracie, now David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David?
1: The annual March for Life is happening in Washington, D.C. today. Today's march is the first since the court overturned the uh, Roe versus Wade ruling. Elon Musk could testify today in a trial over a tweet that Tesla shareholders say cost them millions in losses. The class action suit in San Francisco federal court uh, Is was in, re- in regard to a 2018 tweet in which Musk claimed he had funding secured to take the car company private. And a man who was adrift in a sailboat in the Caribbean for three weeks says he was able to survive by eating only ketchup, garlic granules, and stock cubes. Wow. Apparently there was no other food in the boat. It got uh, swept out to sea while he was making some repairs on an island. Uh, but he did survive.
3: Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> so well done, David. Thanks so much for the update. 727 on News Radio 92 3. Um, you, you know, talking about all this stuff with um, the challenges that people in certain communities have, all of the challenges. I was just, you know, like the story of the middle school uh, dean at Warrington Middle School. Okay. Um, you're a kid who goes to Warrington Middle School, and you maybe have n- almost nothing going for you in your life, but this one dean is like your hero. He's great to you. Okay. And then he winds up being alleged to do all these awful things, and that was your one guy. You know, that was your one connection to hope and optimism, maybe, and now that guy's a criminal. That's devastating, or alleged to be, right? That's devastating. You go to, you know, you go to Gulf Breeze High, let's say, and one of your teachers winds up being a problem, okay? Yeah, but you know 15 other people in your life that are also admirable people, yeah, that's the that can be the difference. I got a bunch of texts in on this. Let's see if I can get to them. Somebody says education, education, education. Agreed. But what happens when the kid goes home and doesn't have food to eat? What happens when he goes home and his parents hit him? What happened? You know, like I'm not excusing the underperformance. I'm just saying you got to understand the whole circumstance. Yes, education, in the context of a healthy home life, is one thing education in the context of nothing else in your life being right when you're living on grandma's couch and then you get kicked out and then you're living on your uncle's couch and you know he pimps you out because that's what happens just it's it, there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot somebody here says if I see trash in front of my house I clean it up why should I have to pay someone to clean it up in front of theirs why can't their parents teach them to clean up yeah if they had good parents if they had social responsibility if they grew up in your background yes it's Listen, you can blame and say what's wrong with them and why don't they make better decisions all day long. And guess what? Nothing will get better. Or you can get in there and help and it'll get a little bit, perhaps substantially better. I agree. It's very easy to judge other people on the basis of what you didn't have to suffer. Somebody here says of uh, the problems are self-generated and are perpetuated by a lack of drive to rise above the garbage. Agreed. But how much garbage is a kid responsible for having to rise above? It's not the kid's fault. It's, I mean, you know, whatever else you might say, it's not the kid's fault. Someone here says, uh, my feeling, four three seven sixteen twenty. 1620, uh, my feeling is we can help and do whatever we can to assist people in lower income families, but are they going to go with it, take advantage of it, and expect it, or just really say, I don't care? Yeah, the problem of creating dependency is a real problem. Uh, the problem of not empowering people to be able to live their life on their own. Ab- absolutely. I agree with that. And will they take it up? Not always. Uh, Somebody here says, that was very well said. It's a long arc to produce citizens, most definitely so. Uh, Somebody here says, uh, how to make a better person is not just reaching them early, but also a change in existing culture, developing a healthy culture to help a person agreed. Somebody here says, it takes a village, and it does, though I know you hate that that was the phrase Hillary Clinton said she's not wrong. Uh, Somebody here says, um, I'm an SRO, common denominator is not poverty, parenting is... Yeah, but what you find – agreed, but what you find is that parenting correlates a lot. Bad parenting or broken homes correlate a lot with poverty. That's kind of the issue. Uh, Yeah, a lot of the the similar kinds of things. So just wanted to share with you some of the conversation there. David, what do you have coming up, sir?
1: Uh, Motorcyclist is in critical condition. We'll tell you about it after this.
7: Fox
4: News. I'm Chris Foster. The 50th annual March for Life is today in Washington, D.C., the first since the Supreme Court overturned federal abortion rights. While the movement is credited in helping to shape the court's decision in last year's Dobbs case, the organizers say they will still oppose pro-abortion legislation at all levels. Today's march starts with a rally at the National Mall and will end at the steps of the Capitol. Eben Brown, Fox News. After an eight-month investigation, the Supreme Court says it's not possible to determine who leaked a draft of that abortion opinion. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, in a meeting of allies supporting Ukraine's fight against Russia, announces plans to send more arms and equipment.
2: This new security assistance package is worth up to $2.5 billion, and it's one of the largest yet.
4: Secretary Austin at Ramstein Air Base in Germany. The German government says no to sending tanks to Ukraine unless American tanks are sent as well. America's listening to Fox News.
1: Good morning, 731. It's News Radio 923. I'm David Wayne, 50 degrees right now. Well, Wednesday's deadly accident that caused shutdowns on the Highway 90 bridge, raising some new safety concerns. The Florida Highway Patrol says there have been seven accidents on that causeway. This is since October. Two of those crashes were fatal. Ongoing construction now has led to daily delays as drivers jockey for position.
0: Well, you have a temporary configuration in place, and unfortunately,
4: it is necessary. One, we want to make sure that the traffic can continue to still use US-90 through that county. Um, but also, we have a construction project we have to finish. We need to make sure that that bridge is, is complete so we have a safe structure that crosses Simpson River.
1: That's FDOT spokesman Ian Satter. He says that uh, they're implementing safety plans for construction zones and reviewing those weekly. A 29-year-old Pensacola man was taken to the hospital in critical condition with life-threatening injuries. This is after a motorcycle crash yesterday on Blue Angel Parkway. Florida Highway Patrol says the motorcyclist was Heading south and on the shoulder of the road, an SUV was turning in uh, into a parking lot. The motorcyclist hit the right side of that vehicle. The rider taken to the hospital with critical injuries. Scambia Fire Rescue Captain Joel Richardson has now been named the Instructor of the Year by the Florida Fire Chiefs Association. Richardson's been with Escambia Fire Rescue since October of 2009. Currently serves as the training and safety captain. Also recognized for uh, the the award by the Fire Chief Safety Association, the uh, Florida Rapid Intervention Training Operations Group. Pensacola's abortion clinic, the only abortion clinic serving northwest Florida, will not be reopening. We get more from News Radio's Joe Ford.
4: According to the PNJ, American Family Planning of Pensacola has given up its license to operate as an abortion clinic after reaching a settlement with the Florida Agency for Healthcare Administration. The case stems from an emergency order that was issued in May to suspend the clinic's license after three women were hospitalized after having abortions. The clinic filed an appeal and a hearing was scheduled to take place this month. However, the clinic's attorney reportedly notified the judge that a settlement was reached and the case was dismissed on January sixth. Joe Ford, News Radio 923.
1: Thank you very much, Joe. Escambia County's been awarded four point one million dollars from HUD in order to address homelessness and housing needs here in our area. Yesterday, County Commissioners approved an allocation plan that they hope to submit this spring for approval.
2: We have a waiting, we have people who've been on a waiting list for affordable
1: housing uh, for Three years. Mm-hmm. There's nothing affordable uh, you know, in the urban core and because of gentrification. People just can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an opportunity, I mean, to put some a few more dollars into affordable rentals. And under the plan, 70 percent of the money would go towards a low barrier, non-congregate homeless shelter. Twelve percent of the money would go towards affordable rental housing. And another nine percent would go towards support and administrative services for that shelter. Uh, The remaining 9% earmarked for professional services and administration costs. And thanks to a curious University of South Florida student, a manatee is now getting life-saving care. Marine biology student Kirsten Benjamin was uh, at a library at a downtown campus in St. Petersburg yesterday when she saw a little nose pop up in the bay. She said she went to go get a better look and found out it was a baby manatee that was suffering from cold stress. Benjamin called the FWC, and uh, they brought the manatee the manatee to Zoo Tampa. It's now getting life saving treatment. Seven thirty five at News Radio ninety two three. Let's get a look at your traffic on the fives with Gracie Wolf.
6: No slowdowns to report. I 10, I 110, looking good through our area as well as 29 and 90. Throughout Gulf Breeze, Tiger Point, and Navarre, 98 is looking good as well. If you do see something slowing you down, you see an accident, have details, just give me a call to the traffic line. That number is 850 111. I'm Gracie Wolf on News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. We're going to be seeing a cooler day out there today with temperatures warming up near 63 degrees. Overnight night temperatures dropping near 49. Clouds will build in as you go through the overnight hours and showers and thunderstorms possible for Saturday morning. 60% chance of rain throughout the day. High on Saturday, near 59 degrees. Saturday night, temperatures dropping near 54 and rain chance increases for Sunday. 90% chance of showers and thunderstorms high near 68. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center.
1: Thank you, Brooke. 736 News Radio 92.3. It's 50 and and partly cloudy in Pensacola, 53 in Gulf Breeze, 44 in Milton. Our next news at 8. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 923.
9: I'm Jennifer Kushinko with Your Money Now. Netflix shares up 6% in pre-market trading after the streaming company reported it added millions more subscribers in the fourth quarter than Wall Street expected. Netflix also disclosed that co-CEO Reed Hastings will be stepping down from his position and transitioning to the post of executive chairman. This was the first quarter that Netflix's new ad-supported service was included in its earnings results. The company launched the cheaper tier in November. T-Mobile says hackers access data including birth dates and billing addresses for about 37 million of its customers the second major security lapse at the wireless company in two years the company says it discovered the problem on january 5th and is working with law enforcement officials and cybersecurity consultants t-mobile says it believes the hackers had access to its data since november 25th but it has since been able to stop the malicious activity on wall street futures are higher that's your money now Pensacola Habitat for Humanity's annual food truck festival is February 25th and 26th at Community Maritime Park in Pensacola. This event features a diverse mix of over 30 food trucks and entertainment for the whole family. It supports Pensacola Habitat for Humanity's mission to build homes, communities, and hope in Escambia and Santa Rosa counties. Learn more at PensacolaHabitatFoodTruckFest.org and follow Pensacola Habitat for Humanity on Facebook
4: make a new year's resolution that's easy to keep help protect your identity and finances with lifelock identity theft protection lifelock detects identity threats you may miss on your own and if you become a victim lifelock will work to fix it no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses but lifelock by norton makes it easy to help protect yourself join now and save up to 25 percent off your first year go to lifelock.com Use promo code NEWS.
0: News Radio 92.3. Now it's time to play, which host did this? Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, or Bobby Rossi?
8: This host used to train professional boxers. Who is it? Time's up. The
0: correct answer is Bobby Rossi. Get to know our local hosts by listening to News Radio 923. 923. Informative, local, dependable.
3: Good morning, 739 News Radio 92 3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Kate Meehan is our pop culture editor at dailyboom.net. She joins us from New Jersey on a Friday to kind of talk about the things we don't talk a lot about during the week, but I think once a week is just about plenty for us. Kate, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News. Good morning. All right, I got to start with this. Did you watch the night court? it's not a reboot it's a sequel okay cuz John Luriecat plays himself you know or plays the character later on in life but did you get a chance to watch either of the episodes this week
7: I did not we were actually going to watch it like a week ago uh-huh. before it came out we went looking for it so it is on tap for the weekend, but I've only heard good things, which makes me really excited.
3: I was, I expected it to be awful because <laughs> I figure anything somebody yeah. remakes is going to be, you know, they're going to ruin my childhood with it, basically. And I watch, I'm like, oh, this yeah. is really good, surprisingly good and funny and so entertaining. At least that's, you know, what I thought. Um, okay. You, you are the person who knows all the things that nobody else knows about the pop culture stuff. Is Carol Baskin's husband. Actually alive, allegedly alive, verifiably alive. What, what do we know?
7: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not with him. Perfect. I'm not with him with, with an umbrella drink on, in, a, in a raft somewhere. <laughs> no. They seem to think that he was alive for sure in Costa Rica because um, Homeland Security and some of the documentation that she has seen. They were brought in and said that he was spotted and found alive. And Homeland Security only came into existence in 2002 after 9-11. So he supposedly went missing in, what, 97? So that would mean that he purposely went missing and at least had been alive for a while. Yeah. However, if he's still alive, he's now like 84. So even if he was alive at that point, that doesn't mean he still is now. So who knows?
3: Okay. All right. And I, you know, it oh. seemed like such a, a, oh my God. And then, well, maybe. So we'll see. Oh, okay. I, I have also not watched this show, so I'm curious, but the rumors are, the allegations are that Velma, the kind of, you know, Scooby-Doo spinoff starring Velma, where, you know, you look back at the show and there's always kind of like these superficial markers of her being, you know, fond of women. Okay. And now the new show seems to be embracing that and, and some of the cartoons as well but the, the, the theory is that the show is so bad that it had to be made by conservatives as a, like, counterintelligence operation to make woke culture look bad by portraying it so awfully. What What is going on here?
7: Well, I think that whole, like, summation is a bit of a stretch because, you know, we have to point fingers. It's what we do. Right. We always point fingers at the other side and blame. So there's that. Um... But I think what it is, I think it it probably is that bad. And it's because in order to explain the backstory of the character, who was always a little bit different than the rest of them, they threw a whole bunch of stereotypes into the mix. You know, she's definitely fond of women, but there's all these things. There's a lot of violence. There's a lot of blood and gore. There's a lot of, like, it's supposed to be an adult comedy um, cartoon, so there's a lot of sex. There's a lot of things that she supposedly experienced young, it shaped who she was as a character when we grew up with her. And those things do shape people, but like, you have to remember, it doesn't always take the extreme stereotype to shape the choices someone makes or to, you know, shape who they become. So in that way, yeah, they're throwing everything but the kitchen sink at it to try to explain away things when it doesn't need to be that deep. So there's that. You know, you go through normal things in life and they shape you. Death shapes you. Loss shapes you. Right. Accidents shape you. Like Normal things. It doesn't have to be extreme and they're making it very extreme and it's not flying with the audience at all.
3: So it's just uh, thin writing. <laughs> Bad writing. Yeah. And, uh, and I yeah. you know, look, that's always going to be the culprit when a movie or a TV show is not good. Uh, speaking of the opposite yeah. of that, I haven't seen uh, Avatar Way of Water, but it's now what the... Fifth highest grossing movie in history. It went. Uh, what is it that good? Like I have no idea. But I, I was kind of with the uh, our afternoon folks the other day. We're talking about how they hadn't seen it. None of their friends had. So who's spending money on these tickets?
7: Well, my husband went to see it by himself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Statement. And,
7: <laughs> and it's like it's three hours long. And he was he was a fan walking in, and he came out saying. Eh, yeah, it's okay. It was, like, way too long, and it's, it's okay. So I think that the initial rush is people excited to see the follow-up. Sure. It, like, couldn't wait to go and actually see a continuation. Um, but, you know, let's, let's go a couple weeks down the road and see how the numbers look then, because once that initial rush wears off, I mean, you're not going to take away the standing right now. But is it that good? I haven't heard anybody that loved it. I've not heard that.
3: Yeah, it's weird. I I assume this is largely the coattail effect of the massive success of the first movie. And, uh, oh, my God, I want to see about this. But even for me, who saw it at the theater in the beginning, it wasn't enough to get me to go to the theater now. You know, I can wait for the DVD or streaming or whatever. Um, Also, you know, we, we David Crosby, on the one hand, okay, yeah, but. We're kinda of entering a phase where I had a friend of mine say it's gonna to start to be a mass extinction event for aging rockers soon because we're in that time frame, right?
7: Yeah. I think just just thinking in the last month, like since the middle of December when we lost like Irene Kara, like from that point on I, I think we are definitely in for a year of loss when it comes to our rockers and the musicians we grew up with. I think we're seeing that. And, you know, they're all in their 70s at least, so it, it's inevitable. It's really inevitable, and there are so many of them that, you know, one loss a month is still going to feel like, oh, my gosh, not another one. You know, So I, I think that is what's coming, and I think we kind of have to expect it to some degree.
3: Yeah, and as you say, it's going to start to feel like everything we loved growing up is going away, but just do the math. you know That's human longevity. We're talking to yeah. Kate Meehan. Uh, Kate, hang on for a second because I had one other one I wanted to get to with you. Uh, we got Gracie in here with Traffic on the Fives.
6: Roads are looking good right now with I-10 and I-110 not showing any delays. Pine Forest, Blue Angel, and Gulf Beach also moving smoothly throughout Gulf Breeze proper. Really nothing to slow you down on 98 as well as throughout Tiger Point and Navarre. If you see something else on the roads, just make sure to give me a call to the traffic line Line. That number is 850-262-6111. I'm Gracie Wolf with your Traffic on the
3: Fives. Thanks so much, Gracie. Back to Kate Meehan. And and by the way, just to note, I am deliberately not talking about Alec Baldwin because I care even less about that story than I care about uh, Prince Harry. <laughs> just like I can't bring myself to be concerned at all uh, at this point about that story. But one that I did find kind of fascinating is, you know, the TJ Holmes story where he's he, he's Still on suspension, but now he's, I guess, I don't know, I, I pay a little attention, but now it turns out that, um, gosh, he was having sex with another woman at work, a 24-year-old intern. Oh, no, it couldn't possibly be true.
7: I'm so shocked. <laughs> I'm just so shocked. Right. I don't know what to do with this information. <laughs> I mean, isn't this the pattern? I, I know, like like we, we were saying minutes ago, this, the, the side chick. You know, you want to believe that this love is different and it's so powerful that you've left the relationships that you were in for years because this is so different. And you know what? 99.99% of the time, it's not. It's just not. Even though you may feel like it is, you're in for a rude awakening. And yeah, his whole history at ABC, they've, they've gone through things. There are so many women. Like, that was his playground. Yeah. And so... Nothing was permanent. He had a wife. He had a girlfriend, and he had a couple side chicks on top of that. That was his lifestyle. That was his personal life. There was no shock there, really, I'm, except I'm, maybe Amy Robach.
3: Right, Right. and I'm always I'm always amazed, like, the, the, the woman, or I guess the man, but it's more commonly the woman, who gets a guy to cheat on his wife and then, you know, promises he's going to leave her for her, and she thinks it's all real, and then he cheats on her or has already cheated on her. She's like, oh, how dare I? I'm like... You know the product. <laughs> you know what this yeah. man does. And how are you shocked? I mean, are you that dumb? Well, we deceive ourselves in all kinds of things, I guess.
7: Yeah.
3: Well, Kate Mean,
7: you want to believe they want to believe. Yeah,
3: exactly, and they, they want to be deluded and deceived and believe the lie and believe they're special and all this kind of stuff, right? Uh, Kate Meehan is our pop culture editor okay. at DailyBoom dot net. Kate, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for uh, spending your time paying attention to a whole world of the news that I try my best to ignore most of the time. So I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. 7:48 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News, and if you are uh, getting ready to think about that next vehicle, Frontier Motors. Look, you hear Dave Ramsey talk about them. You hear me talk about them. You know, of course, I had a great experience, and I knew Frontier before, like from friends and from they've been longtime advertisers here on the station. But uh, I just went because they had a car, and I just found out like everything that I could want to be true of a used car dealership that was good was true. And it was better than that. Like, I mean, I, I know you sound like I'm such an advocate. Well, because, you know, I had such a great experience every step of the way. And then after we bought the car, you know, they called me six months. And then a year later, both times asking, is there anything wrong with the car we need to fix? And I'm like, nah. And then after the year, I'm like, one of the keys doesn't work. And they replaced it on them. No problem. A year after I bought the car a year. Who does that? Well, Frontier does that because, and I know from other people, they've had similar experiences where, you know, something popped up and they took care of it. Why? Because they want you to be so satisfied with buying a used car from them that you never want to buy a car from anybody else and you want to go back again and again. And that's why they've been in business serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years behind the big Buffalo on Beverly Parkway. When you stop by Frontier, be sure to tell them. Andrew McKay says
8: hi. As a small business owner, what keeps you up at night? Just knowing if your email got hacked or your phone system went down, it could cost you thousands in revenue as well as your reputation. That's where Data Revolution comes in with their unique position to take care of you and your business IT support, phone systems, cybersecurity, and more. Secure it and sleep better at night by going to datarevs.com. Winner of the 2021 Best of the Bay for IT support. datarevs.com. Monday morning at 10. Join Todd Thompson, President and CEO of Greater Pensacola Chamber of Commerce, on the Pensacola Expert Panel. For the Chamber Connection Show, his guest will be Carol Carlin about the inaugural All Together Women's Business event, where you'll learn about Pensacola's leading business women, how they succeeded in business, world, and life. It's the Chamber Connection Show, Monday morning at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel.
6: The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92 3 AM 1620.
0: All of your local news and talk from dependable host Andrew McKay on your morning drive with Pensacola Morning News 5 to 9 on News Radio 923. Alright, well we're still under a parking. Carc- I want you to go back out on that track and hit the pace car. Hit the pace car? Hit the pace car. What for? Because you hit every other damn thing out there. I want you to be perfect. Let on, Go, go, go! I can feel the paradise. before.
3: Good morning, 7.52 here on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. By the way, the city of Milton did not have their meeting last night. Couldn't make quorum, which they knew in advance, I guess. They put out a note on their Facebook page. I didn't see the note on their Facebook page, so I'm at like 5.30. I'm like, where's the meeting? We're going to talk about a smoking ban. We're going to talk about an open container ordinance. This is going to be an interesting meeting. Where's the meeting? And I'm like texting all the people I know over there. I'm like, where's the meeting? And they're like, oh, we didn't have a meeting. like, mm. <laughs> Okay, fine, whatever. Uh, meanwhile, City of Pensacola in the City Council meeting last night did approve the smoking ban. Uh, you had uh, Jen Brayer made some really good comments saying that she wanted to see it be a twenty-five dollar fine first offense, uh, fifty dollar fine second offense. Don't take people to jail over it. Agreed. Charles Bear chimed in, agreeing with that, and so they amended it that way. But yeah, uh, smoking, and it's not now. It's in uh, uh, Tuesday will be your last day. It's on the fifth business day following ratification of second reading. So today is a day. Oh, maybe I counted that wrong. Today, today, sorry, I counted wrong. I'm so dumb. Um, So actually, Wednesday will be your last. Today, Thursday, it goes into effect. So if you want to smoke and walk in the city of Pensacola at a park, you can do it through Wednesday. And then you better not. But, you know, PPD is going to be giving warnings, I'm sure, and not Strongly enforcing this, at least in the beginning. David Wayne is in the newsroom this morning with our headlines. David?
1: A judge in Idaho has now extended a gag order that bars law enforcement and victims' families from revealing any information about the murders of four University of Idaho students and the arrest of the accused killer. The judge extended the previous gag order for the duration of the court proceedings. Elon Musk might be testifying today in a trial over a tweet that Tesla shareholders say cost them millions in losses. Class action lawsuit going on in a San Francisco federal court in regard to a 2018 tweet in which Musk claimed he had funding secured to take the electric car company private. And Ohio is now home to the most elderly dog on the planet. Guinness World Records has named Spike, a Chihuahua mix who lives in uh, Dayton, as the oldest dog alive. Spike was born in November of 1999. Meaning he was more than twenty-three years and seven days old when the record was verified.
3: Wow, that's a lot. That Darn. is an old dog. It absolutely is. Uh, David, thanks so much for the update. Seven fifty-four here on News Radio ninety-two-three. Um, we had um, oh, this. I thought this was such a, a wild story. We hadn't had a chance to talk about this yet, but it's the kind of story that, that really. <laughs> I guess when you think about it, maybe not surprising, but still kind of wild. Um, Scientists have managed to use laser technology to redirect lightning strikes. Yeah, you heard that right. (laughs) If you hadn't seen the story, it's so crazy. Uh, They have what they're calling a weather-controlling super laser um, that they can basically shoot from the ground up into the storm system and the the lightning will track itself along the laser. Some of the details here I'm not too sure about because it would seem like you wouldn't want it going into the laser itself, obviously. So somehow or other, this works to divert it from where it would otherwise go or go into a place where you want it to go. Of course, my very first question after I read this story is, And what exactly are the weapons applications here? (laughs) Because, but it seems like the technology as it exists, you'd have to have the laser on or near the target site, which probably makes it not as weaponizable. But uh, you got to figure that's probably going to change, too. Or, you know, we put down a drone or what. I mean, I don't know. I just that was my first thought is how could this be weaponized? But I can certainly see it for high lightning areas getting it away from the buildings and you know forests and things like that and saving lightning strikes from starting forests i mean there's all kinds of possible value applications here gracie wolf time for traffic on the fives
6: no accidents to report i-10 i-110 looking good as well as 29 and 90 98 in Gulf Breeze, Tiger Point, Yanavar, checking in clear, as well as Davis Highway, East Olive Road, Creighton and Langley. See something else? Give me a call to the traffic line, 850 2626 111. I'm Gracie Wolf on News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable.
3: Thanks so much, Gracie. Uh, one of the interesting stories that came out in the last day is that uh, Governor DeSantis is now nixing the, it was kind of a pilot program, this African American AP History Studies. It was just kind of being rolled out to a, a I guess, like 60 is what I remember from the story. And um, basically, we're blocking this new course in uh, Florida, saying, As presented, the content of the course is inexplicably contrary to Florida law and significantly lacks educational value. Um, In the future, should the College Board be willing to come back to the table with lawful, historically accurate content, the Education Department will always be willing to reopen the discussion. That was a letter from the Florida Department of Education to the AP folks uh, and the College Board. And so, uh, obviously, we have the whole Stop Woke Act and the idea that you can't teach people that they're responsible for the past on the basis of their gender or their skin color or anything like that uh, and by the way generally why would you have a high school level course where you're teaching something so niche so specific i i, I don't get the motivation here like i took you know high school AP uh, what chemistry physics history math English you know i pretty much if it was available i took it even french didn't do great on the French one but the point is you know i took them all i can't there's no place in a high school curriculum for this. There's all kinds of other things you should be doing instead of a really college course kind of specialization, an African American studies history course. That's perfect for college. That's really not well suited for the high school level. That being said, that being said, somebody texted me and raised a concern and said, uh, I am concerned that uh, teachers in Florida will be terrified to teach anything touching on race whatsoever for fear that they're going to run afoul of the law. Um, this person thinks that that's actually Governor DeSantis's plan. I don't think that is his plan uh, because I don't read him as a racist. In fact, I've shown you many, many times how I think he's specifically not, and demonstrated the fact. But I agree that anytime you have a kind of chilling environment, that teachers will feel that, and teachers will be scared. Okay. To teach things that they should, in fact, be teaching because they'll be concerned they'll be running a foul of law. That's, that's always the problem with censorship or, as I explain every week on The Transgressors, the goal of censorship is to not just prevent the thing you're preventing, but to create an environment of second-guessing. You know, the environment in which you kind of wonder, is this okay to say? Am I going to get in trouble for saying this? Is somebody going to record me for saying this? That kind of thing, which then takes you beyond the justified, if it ever is, the justified censoring of bad information, misinformation, or propaganda, or whatever, but it goes beyond that and creates a kind of a discouragement zone around the prohibited things, so that people who kind of get close to that zone feel like, oh, I'm vaguely in danger, and I don't want to say that because I don't know if that's okay. Okay. And that's why you need you know clear rules, just like with laws. You need clear laws so you know when you are and are not breaking the law. Otherwise, you create this uh, secondary effect around behavior. Same thing when it comes to controlling the classroom or any kind of censorship, uh, telling people what they can't say. You start to censor yourself. Internally. Listen
0: on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620.
2: News Radio 92.3. WNRP. Golf Freeze. Milton, Pensacola.